When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I've been looking forward all morning to catching up with a, uh, a legend of the sports broadcasting ranks, obviously a, a long-time player and uh, a guy that we can talk hoops with when he's available. He is enjoying Auckland's peak season, I hear, at the moment. It's Casey Frank. G'day, Casey. How you going, brother? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me. Yes, this is definitely the time to be in Auckland. A little less traffic, a lot more uh, freedom at the beach, so uh, I don't mind staying in town when I have to. You just have to find a beach that um, doesn't have sewage leaking. If you can do that, you're absolutely cash money. <laughs> <laughs> there, I mean, you, you found a, a flaw in, in the theory, but uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Wayne Brown at least is enjoying himself at the tennis. So at least some, you know, it's a good time for it's a good time for some of us at, at the moment. Casey, it's good time for Breakers fans because, like, this team has found something. They've found a groove. They got some players back. Their um, their imports have probably acclimatized a little bit, and they've got a chance to to get a hit five get a hit of five hundred, which I didn't know that they would do in January, let alone on the seventh of January. But um, what I guess what have you seen? What's been the difference over the last couple of weeks? Well, in this four-game winning streak, you know, they were sitting there. They looked dead in the water at 4-9. looked like the season was over. But uh, they kept playing hard. They certainly did have those issues without their full uh, cohort of personnel. No no William McDowell-White, no Zylon Cheatham. That really affected them. But, you know, this change really happened when they swapped the the starting lineup out. And we saw Thomas Abercrombie go to the bench for the first time in a long time. And Mantas uh, Rubastavich uh, came into the starting lineup. The next star has been actually excellent in this four-game winning streak. He's scored at least 15 points per game every game, uh, really contributing to winning at a high level. And that change, I think, enabled uh, that starting lineup to have a little bit more offense in it, enabled Tom to come off the bench as a defender and uh, maybe uh, bide his time a little bit more at this stage of his career. He maybe doesn't have a full 25, 30 minutes a game in him. And and since that happened, they've been playing better defense. They've been more consistent offensively. There's been more space for the penetrators to get into the paint and more consistent shooting from three has really helped a team that's been great offensively and is just doing enough defensively over the last month to get those wins. Well, interestingly, they they shot really well from the floor against the jack jumpers, um, 52%, but they, they only made six of 18 threes, and they, they actually had some open shots. So the, the win, in a way, I think even uh, probably didn't quite flatter them. Like, if they get it right, it shows that this team does have an offensive streak in them that they can hang with the, the top couple of teams in the, the comp. Well, I mean, offensively, there's no issues with the Breakers. Uh, they're yeah, the most yeah. efficient offensive team in the league. You know, they, they, yeah. they're shooting, out, I think it's 55% uh, effective field goal percentage on the year right in that realm, uh, which is far and away the best in the competition. Their issue is defensively, and you mentioned those threes. They didn't shoot well, and often when you only hit six threes, the opposition hits 16, you're going to lose that game. But, but it's a yeah. testament to the style of play. They're, they're taking away the things they wanted to take away. The, when they lost to uh, the Jack Jumpers back in Auckland a few weeks ago, uh, it was because it got dominated on the glass, absolutely manhandled. Zylon Sheedham's back in. Uh, Mango Matiang's playing a little bit better. We've seen better minutes from Dane Pineau. Uh, and Dan Fotu in the lineup. At that size, despite losing Fendelani, that cohort of bigs 
was able to stand up, and they took away all the advantages they had on the outside on the inside. They were forced to shoot threes, and even though they made 16 of them, the Breakers were still able to come away with a pretty convincing win. So now that they, you know, it's amazing that they're actually only three games behind the Wildcats. I really can't quite get my head around that. Um, how does this new look lineup match up with what you would expect Perth to roll out at Spark Arena on Sunday? Well, Perth's playing some great basketball right now. You know, much like the Breakers, they they were maligned early in the season, uh, did some uh, lineup changes, uh, moved some things around, and, and have found their flow. Uh, you know, first and foremost, I think it's going to be a matchup between two of the great scorers in the game this season with Bryce Cotton uh, at, at over 20 a game and Anthony Lamb. Those are the two leading scorers in the competition. If one of those players is really able to influence the game and up to full, uh, full capacity, I think their team's going to have the upper hand. But when you look at what Perth does well, uh, they've been tremendous defensively since inserting uh, Kiwi Hiram Harris into the starting lineup, really taking away things, playing that physical brand of basketball that Perth was known for when they were in the midst of their title runs, and complementing that with great scoring on the wings from guys like Jordan Usher, guys from Bryce Cotton, and even some of the guys off the bench, you know, of Vendelega, Michael Harris, even though uh, Corey Webster hasn't had that opportunity lately. But the big problem with uh, Perth, I think, from a New Zealand perspective is trying to deal with Alex R. You know, uh, the Frenchman, the the young teenager who's predicted to be the number one pick in the draft, he's certainly going to be a top five pick no matter what goes from this point. He's really yeah. affected the game well. You know, he's uh, playing great defense, his switchability, uh, being able to go from five to one, basically guard every position, protecting the paint and showing enough offensively with his stretching out to that three-point line that makes him a real problem to match up with. Uh, because the breakers just don't have that kind of size. So if he's able to come in and influence the game early on, it's going to really help the Perth Wildcats try and get this win against the breakers, a, a team the breakers have struggled with as of late. I mean, uh, the breakers have lost seven of the last eight to the Wildcats. So this is certainly one they've had circled for a while now. Well, we'll see if the momentum can keep rolling. You've, you've absolutely broken that down superbly, Casey. Hey, before I let you crack on and go for a swim or a, I just maybe just go drive around because there's no traffic, so you just go and drive. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what you, you do. I have to ask you because, look, one of the highest level games of NBA I watched this season was the uh, Thunder Celtics from two days ago. Um, I think it, it was like a really good glimpse into what, the playoffs might look like high level offensive game, lots of assists, lots of threes, and just credit to the Celtics, they hung, they they wrote, they took all the punches um, from the Thunder, the young Thunder team, and then they really stuck it to them at the end of the game. But I just I cannot believe that the Oklahoma City Thunder. Everyone was talking about are they a move away? Will they make the move this year? They sit second in the Western Conference. Um, it was J Dub, their guy who went into Tatum's chest and, and hit this little pull up mid range to pretty much ice the game. Wasn't Shea? Wasn't Chet? Um, wasn't Giddy? Like this Thunder team. Where do you stand on them being this year? Is this is it too early, or, or are they a genuine th- uh, final threat for you, Casey? Uh, I think the, the number one thing when you're talking about is it too early is it's never too early. <laughs> when the opportunity is there, you have to take it. And they're playing like they're one of the best teams in the league. Uh, SGA, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, I think he's a top five player in the NBA. Nobody can stop him. Uh, and the way that, as you mentioned, Jay Williams, uh, Jay Dub, as they call him, uh, on the wing, because they've got the Jay Will inside. Well. It's tough when you yeah, have Jay yeah. Williams on one team. But uh, uh, Jay Dub on the wing, he's, he's looking like the third in that big three with Chet. 
those three players together, they work so well. I mean, SGA with the ball in hand is that sort of point guard, that fulcrum of the offense. Chet Holgram with his ability to pick and pop, draw defenses away, but still defend the rim. Uh, and then you've got J-Dub on the wing as that third slasher with great size who can take advantage of matchups. That three is a great trio. And if I'm uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder with that bevy of picks, I'm looking at ways to improve this team right now. And there's going to be some guys that are on the block. I, I think for, for, the, for the OKC Thunder, what they really need is a bit more beef inside. As good as Chet Holmgren has been, as good as uh, Jay uh, Will has been on the inside, they're just not quite big enough, especially when you're talking they're going to have to get through Denver in the playoffs. They're going to have to get through the Lakers. These are big, strong teams. So if they're making a move, I would look to them to try and get one more big. Will they be able to steal somebody away from one of those contenders, or will they be able to get somebody – that's going to be able to affect them on the interior? That's the question. Uh, i got a guy like Laurie Markkinen really circled for them. If the Utah Jazz start going badly, they might be able to peel him off for a bunch of picks and possibly one of their young players, and that would improve their chances. But when you're in the final, the top four, you know, the time is now. You've got to make a move because as OKC fans know, you might get there once, but you might not get there again for a long time so after you oh, saw my- that big three a while back. Yeah, that that's exactly right. Like, oh, yeah, that team went to the finals against the Heat. And they, was, they were young, but they was their time. You're right. They've got that. Then Sam Presti is still there. He know, he has that first hand experience. And um, you mentioned Laurie Markkinen. Did you see the end of the Jazz Pistons game, Casey? Of course, you saw the end of the Jazz Pistons game. <laughs> that was insane. And then it goes to overtime, and the Pistons lose. So it's just like classic. But man, that was that was outrageous. Um, that Markkinen three, then the Alec Burke uh, kind of like leaning three. That was crazy, wasn't it? The, the back-to-back threes to finish the game. I mean, I, I tell you what, uh, nobody wants to lose to a team that's playing that poorly, but the Pistons, they're, they're not as bad as they are. That was a crazy finish in Utah. The crowd was going pumped after Lori hit the three. Then uh, the, the comeback the other way, they suddenly got quiet. But in the end, all was right in the, with the world, and the Pistons <laughs> lost again and continued yeah. to, to, to the bottom feed. Unfortunately for them, despite being more talented than their record. Normality resumes. The traffic will come back, so will the people. So enjoy it while it lasts, Case. As in all things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Casey Frank, thank you, man. Cheers. Appreciate it. Catch you later. Yep.